This is Theremin 30. 30 minutes of Theremin music, news, events, and interviews with a new episode about every 30 days. Now, here's your host from Denver, Colorado, USA, Rick Reed. Well, hello. Welcome to Theremin 30, the world's only monthly theremin podcast, as far as I know. With most of the planet Earth under some sort of pandemic lockdown right now, I hope the Theremin 30 podcast is helping you to discover some new music and to stay connected with the larger Theremin family. On this episode, I have new music from Australia, Colombia, Peru, and Italy. And my interview guest is Canadian thereminist Stephen Hamm. He'll tell us about the theremin meditation sessions he's been video streaming from his home in Vancouver, B.C. Let's get started now with a couple of tracks from South America, beginning with the current single from Lima, Peru-based duo Cosmic Café, featuring Veronic on theremin and vocals, and Dante Gonzalez on synths and drum machines. This track is called Voraz, which Google tells me translates to English as voracious. No 
We began the show with Voraz by Cosmic Cafe. That song came out in April of this year, and they just released remixed and extended versions a few weeks ago. You can get them on Bandcamp. After that, we heard a brand new single called Children of London by Bogota, Colombia-based recording artist Amon Rouge. It features Etheramic on theremin and Juan Alejandro Oramas on violin. To learn more about Cosmic Cafe and Amon Rouge, click on their names in this month's show notes at theremin30.com. Coming up after the break, we'll take a look at the calendar of theremin events, and I'll spin the current single from Australian thereminist Miles Brown. So stay tuned. The Theremin 30 podcast is supported by affiliate programs with Eargasm Earplugs, eBay, Reverb, and Zounds. When you follow these links and banners on our website, a portion of any purchases you make will help keep this show in the ether. So start shopping at theremin30.com. Now it's time to take a look at the Theremin 30 calendar of Theremin events. On July 12th, the Eclectic Electrics Festival will stream a pre-recorded performance by Dorit Chrysler. On July 15th, Dr. G will live stream his Science Time with Dr. G educational concert for kids. On July 18th, Faitern will be performing live at Luru Hall in Wakayama, Japan. Also on the 18th, the avant-garde duo 16mm will perform in Bonaval Park in Santiago, Spain. On the 25th, Pamelia Stickney will be performing live in Vienna, Austria, with a simultaneous stream on the web. And over the last four days of July, Peter Theremin will be teaching an online masterclass. Of course, August is the birth month of Leon Theremin, so if you're planning an event in his honor, be sure to send me the details and I'll add it to the calendar. You can check out the calendar anytime by going to calendar.theremin30.com. Up next, it's the first Australian recording artist to be featured on the Theremin 30 podcast. Miles Brown records both as a solo artist and with his band called The Night Terrors. He has studied theremin technique with both Lydia Cavanagh and Carolina Ike. His current solo album is called The Gateway, and this track is titled Speaking in Tongues.
That was Speaking in Tongues by Miles Brown from his current album, The Gateway. He recently produced a really cool music video for that track, and I've added it to the Theremin 30 playlist on YouTube, so be sure to take a look. Up next, we'll mellow things out a bit and learn about theremin meditation with my interview guest Stephen Hamm, so stay tuned. Hey, this is Rick Reed, producer and host of the Theremin 30 podcast. Did you know that you can advertise with Theremin 30? You can place banner ads on the website or even get a commercial played right here in the middle of the show. It's a great way to promote products, services, and events to the Theremin community. And honestly, this show does not have a huge audience, at least not yet. But that means it doesn't cost much to get involved. You can find rates and details at theremin30.com. Stephen Ham, the Theremin Man, recently launched a weekly video streaming series of Theremin music meditation sessions. He was kind enough to discuss this very timely stress-reducing project with me a few days ago from his home in Vancouver, British Columbia. Stephen Ham, thank you so much for being part of the Theremin 30 podcast. Thanks for having me, Rick. A lot of musicians, because of the pandemic, don't have many opportunities to perform for an audience, but you found an interesting way around that. I have. Every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time, I have been doing a half-hour theremin meditation, I call it, which is basically me improvising on the theremin to pre-recorded backing tracks and helping people to hopefully relax and have a chill Sunday evening in these rather stressful times. The word meditation brings up thoughts about religion and spirituality. Is that part of what you're doing? One friend of mine told me years ago that, and we were we were having some drinks at the time, he said, when you start to get a little bit older, you either have to have kids or you have to find Buddhism. And he had kids and I didn't. So I don't know if I became a Buddhist. I consider myself an armchair Buddhist, but definitely I think that as we progress through this life, our minds can become more and more cluttered. And so you need to get into some sort of practice to maintain some sanity or some direction. I've practiced meditation for the last 15 years, and I've found it to be really helpful in calming my nervous system, helping me respond better to the world at large. It's not really a spiritual practice for me. It is to a point, obviously. I consider myself a spiritual being, and that ties into why I was attracted to the theremin in the first place, because there's definitely something otherworldly about the theremin, and combining the theremin along with meditation seemed like a no-brainer to me. I know other people have done it in the past. But when the pandemic hit, this is where I was led to. So that's what I've been doing for the last three months every Sunday night on Facebook. And starting this week, I'm going to do it on YouTube as well. When I've done meditation, I've mostly done the type where you just focus on your breathing. How does meditation with music change the whole meditation process? I have also done mindfulness or watching the breath meditation 
for me as the performer doing meditation on the theremin, I find that I get into a place of flow. Music has always done that for me. So by doing a 10-minute improvisation that's usually fairly in one key, it's a droning thing, I find it helps me to block out all thoughts that clutter my mind. And I hope that is happening for the listener as well. How does meditating as a group activity figure into what you're doing? This has always been something that's been in the back of my head to do something like this, because I usually do a show that involves a theremin and it's a live presentation. And I had a whole bunch of shows booked before the pandemic and all of a sudden they all started to get canceled. And as we started to go into lockdown, I was like, how do I keep playing? How do I keep my skills sharp? How do I maybe bring some relief to people? I have had people comment on the meditations during the performances and leave uh, messages with me afterwards. And they tell me that they seem to help, that people are starting to look forward to my Sunday night meditations, that it helps them ground, that it uh, gives them a little break before they start yet another stressful week. You're in Vancouver, Canada. Are you locked up alone in your home there or other people there with you while you're streaming your show? I live in a what I call the Celestial Grotto here in Vancouver, which is a one-bedroom apartment. I live by myself. I do work outside of the home still, but I have something. I have a touchstone every Sunday night where I can come and do my performance. And I go through a whole process getting ready. I set up the lights. I set up the audio. I do a quick little meditation myself, you know, like any performer, you'd have a routine where you prepare for a performance. And this is a whole new thing for me, doing it with no instantaneous feedback like you get when you play in a live situation. So it's been interesting and really rewarding as well. Do you know where some of your viewers are located around the world? It's mostly seems to be local folks, although I have people in Toronto, I've had people from New York and couple of uh, Europeans as well. People do like the idea that there are other people around the, the North American continent all sitting down. And one friend of mine said, you know, all I do is I lay down on the floor and I close my eyes and I just relax and I listen to you. I had a, another woman last week send a video of her cat sitting on the windowsill of her apartment while they listened to the meditation and the cat's ears were pricked up and responding to the sounds of the theremin. So that was really great. I mean, you know, I think it's a bit of an interspecies meditation. <laughs> so I think there is a certain something about people knowing that they're isolated with their families or by themselves in their apartments or their homes, but we're all together at the same time, you know, and, and people do chat a bit on Facebook. So it's a way to bring people together, which is why I play music in the first place. So, and I also still want to have fun. You know, I think that's very important, especially times like now. And we're looking at, you know, maybe the collapse of the entertainment industry or live venues. I mean, when's it going to go back to normal? So these are all things that are forefront in a lot of my friends' minds and, and can be something for myself that I can get wrapped up in and really think there's no way out of this predicament we're in today. But I, if I just focus on, you know, what I can do and um, how I can I can help people have fun, you know, it's important to me. It always has been. I think people have fun watching my performance. I had a friend tell me that 
why he watches is he he watches to see when I screw up because that's for him that's the most entertaining and see how <laughs> that's some friend you've got you know? there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely have a sense of humor about everything I do. I think one has to. And finally, remind us again how people can find and participate in your theremin meditation program. You can go to thereminman.com, which is my website. Also stephenham.ca. They'll both lead you to my website, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, ham, H-A-M-M. There's two M's in magic, as I like to say. There's links to my Facebook page there. You can also go to Stephen Ham Theremin Man on Facebook. On the live page there, my meditations are available to view. And that's every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Facebook and YouTube, Stephen Ham Theremin Man. To learn more about Stephen Ham and his Theremin Meditation Project, click on the link in this month's show notes. To wrap up this episode now, let's hear the evocative and darkly cinematic music of The Unreal Project from Taramo, Italy. This track is called Atmospheres for Empty Cities.
It looks like the sand is about to run out of my half-hour glass. I want to thank Cosmic Cafe, Amon Rouge, Miles Brown, and Unreal Project for kindly allowing me to play their music in the show. I also want to thank Stephen Hamm for being my interview guest and telling us all about theremin meditation. If you have theremin music you'd like me to play in the show, contact me through the Theremin 30 website or the Facebook page. Until next time, I'm your host, Rick Reed. Remember to wear a mask in public and try to keep other people out of your control zone. You've been listening to the Theremin 30 podcast. Visit Theremin 30 on the web at theremin30.com.